You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, Mike. Check, waifu, waifu, Montel. Is that you? What's up, Polo? How you doing? I'm doing well, brother. This is a uh, episode 122 of Mike. Check, waifu, waifu. As always, this is brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to LouComplex.com. Use that offer code waifu to save on your entire card. It's also brought to you by DontTalkShop.com. Go to DontTalkShop.com. Check out the store. Pretty dope stuff in there is wheel. It's also brought to you by our Patreon producers. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see the monitor for that far away because I'm chilling. <laughs> uh, AB Aaron Brown, Dre to go G. K the pro, chaotic culture podcast. Make sure you check them out. Follow them on Twitter. Explicitly, Monique Williams, Nachi. Thank y'all so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. You know what? I'm also give a shout out to our other Patreon supporters just because we love you so much. Blanime Podcast, Moody. MJ3, First Generation Podcast, Alan, Crystal, Cryfu, and Rob J. Thank y'all so much for supporting the podcast. We love y'all so very much. It means the everlasting world to us. Let me tell you, that shit means so much to us. You, you just don't understand. Um, also, make sure you guys rate us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at MyCheckWaifu. Follow us on Instagram at MyCheckWaifuWaifu. And make sure you listen to this podcast every Tuesday. At 9.30 a.m. EST. We love y'all. Thank y'all so much for supporting us. I know I'm CST, but for some reason, my PC still thinks I'm EST, so it posts. It's going to take a minute to adjust. <laughs> my computers don't, don't post it at the right time, so it posts an hour early if you CST, so check that out. Hey, this podcast, we got a lot of good stuff for you today. Now, last week, we talked about the fall season. We pretty much covered almost every fall show that we're watching um, we're going to talk about it a little bit later from a question we got from Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. I might check waifu, like I said earlier, but we're going to read some questions. We're going to discuss these questions in great detail as well. Let's talk some shows. Tell real quick before it gets crack a lagging. Yep. What was your show of the week this week? Uh, sheesh, it's between the faraway paladin. And Sakugan. Okay. The Sakugan is the the mechish anime, but mm-hmm. is is not really mech. It's more like a little bit more story driven. There's mech stuff in it, but you know. Oh man, I watched so much shit, so much shit, Montel. Did you watch, bro? What was your episode of the week? Let's hear it. Hard to say because there was a lot of good episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have to go with um. Uh, this new one I watched. Not really new, but because I, I watched it last week, but I didn't talk about it last week. That's um, Comey can't communicate. Okay, I've I've been hearing a lot of buzz about that. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. Very very interesting concept. I want to see where it goes. Um, because the concept of it is about a girl who has a crippling social anxiety. So it's like okay. she literally can't talk at all to anyone. Period. 
So whenever it comes down to talking, she fr- literally freezes up and can't say a fucking word. But she's like the most beautiful girl in school. She's the most like just astoundingly gorgeous. Like everybody's scared to even like approach her because she looks so pretty. But she and they don't realize that she just has this crippling anxiety, like where she just can't talk to people. But you find out that she just really wants to become friends with as many people as she can, but can't because of her problem. And enough, of course, our main character is a part of that. He's like this super plain dude that has to um, that <laughs> that is literally just like he's trying to be like the background character of an anime. Basically, that's his goal to just play the background of this super famous high school and just chill. But of course, he gets sat next to her. Learns about her depression. And, I mean, learns about her anxiety and tries to help her through it. So, it's a good show. I mean, and you know, that's a lot of people for real. 100%. Like a lot of people have that. Uh, like I don't personally have like social anxiety, but I I did develop a little bit of anxiety when I became a dad. In of terms of like, I always think about how to protect like my kids and my wife and stuff when we go out. Uh, and I think you might have seen this before, even when I became a dad, because I remember going to a club with you one time and I yeah. didn't even party really because I just sat back and chilled. The only time I've ever seen you with anxiety. Because I'm like with all of my people, but I, I, it was something in my mind that was just like, I feel like I need to just be prepared to leave if something happens yeah. with all my people. And, you know, it could just be years of fighting and being prepared to fight. But at some point, you know, it, it just had to be this, but that's that's something that a lot of people probably relate to, right? Just because they have that idea of they want to have friends, they want to they want to get out and be social, they want to be active, but that anxiety won't let you always. It, it won't let you be what you always say you might want to be right. because you have that anxiety. Yeah, trust me, I know it all too well. I know it all too well. I, I just feel like this show is really, really, really good at at just at, at doing it, but it's like. It's with the problem with it. The only problem I have with it, and this is extremely uh, an extreme case, it, it's just the fact that it's so dramatized, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's so. She hasn't said a word in two episodes, like not one word. It sounds so, like that's what it's supposed to be. That's exactly what it's supposed to be. <laughs> so where it's super interesting, but the problem is like it's not. I I had never. Maybe it's maybe it's possible. Maybe this type does exist. But I feel like it could, I mean, you know, I feel like it could do a little bit better job, but I don't think that's the point. I think it's a comedy that's supposed to be funny and just slightly relatable. So let me not push too many bars on it, but I I do love it so far. Like, absolutely love it. Like if I'm talking high eights for me right now, is that good? For sure, already? Very pretty, very, very, very pretty show. Some laugh out loud, funny moments. Mm. And And relatable. And very relatable. How are the characters you liking the character so far? Yeah, I do. I do like the main character. I do like his 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 method. He's like, yo, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to chill. That's it. I ain't trying to do nothing, man. I'm just happy to be in this high school, and I'm just trying to do my thing. But he obviously can't because it's kind of thrown on him. Um, and I gotta ask, just because it's about communication, sure. how's that sound design? How's the voice actor? It, just everything overall. It's not really that prevalent. Okay. It's not. I don't think it's supposed to. Like, yeah, because communication is not important. But that is that's good sound design. If it's not supposed to be super prevalent and yeah. out there, it's good sound design to let it recede a bit. Yeah, if you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But it's not. It's just like any other anime, to be honest. 
Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I do love the music, though. God, this is the second week I almost died from my spit, by the way. I don't know what the fuck is going on with my throat. <clears throat> it's because it's supposed to be one of those episodes and you ain't you ain't doing the one of those poses. You ain't got your feet up. That's where you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> my feet is literally up right now on the desk. I, I can't I can't see your feet. <laughs> chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm I'm in a more of a relaxed state. The problem is, is I drank some coffee at nine nine PM. Mm-hmm. Might not have been a good idea. But you know what? That's yeah. okay. I'm, yeah. I'm ready to bring it this episode. I got a lot to bring. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to those watching the video version of this podcast on our Patreon, patreon.com slash my check waifu waifu. Anyway, tell, um, we got some questions from Twitter. Let's do it. Shout out to Twitter. I actually, for the first time ever in my Twitter career, and I've been on Twitter since 2009, I use bookmarks this time. Let's go. See, look, I've been saying bookmark the questions. <laughs> we finally and, in there. And I'm there. I ain't never did that shit before since 2009. It's crazy. Um, We're going to start off with this first question by Scuba Steve. He says, ask other this, but we'd love to, uh, f- fuck. Ask other no, this. No, no. <laughs> Wait, would like to fuck? Wait, <laughs> what a minute. Pause. Uh, Scuba Steve says, ask the others, but would like to ask y'all as well. When an uh, MC, Ichigo Naruto Luffy. Huh? Oh, sorry, I fell asleep during this question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing, Steve. I love you, man. When Ichigo Naruto Luffy uh, or something has an oh, he about to die moment or a dead moment, does it feel lackluster to you? Like Yuji and JJK dying, quotes, in quotes. We knew he wasn't dead because he's the main character. Does this feel like a waste to you? Um. Uh, the reason why I, I played the, the sleeping card there Like I fell asleep during your question Steve Is because I, I just I feel like this is to be expected Um, In anime Right I think it's necessary in an anime To give Some semblance of risk And I feel like The way you do it Is where it matters the most the way they did it in Jujutsu Kaisen, amazing. I think it was incredible. I think it was the best done between these shows. Um, the way they did it in One Piece, I think was terrible. And I'm talking the Alabasta arc where he basically was supposed to die versus uh, Crocodile. Um, and Naruto, what it was? What, what was that moment? Something to do with the Naruto Fox, right? Uh, did he really have an almost dead moment? Uh, yeah, I think so. When the Nightel Fox became super. Oh, okay. Like, I think I yeah. When he got taken over by that, the Ichigo moment was cool. It was it was done well enough. Was it a waste? I don't think so. I don't think each time it was a waste because, like I said, I think it's necessary in all MMOs in all anime. What you think, Tell? All right, so my opinion, similar to Polo's, maybe I think Luffy had a good one when he was fighting um, before they got to the big uh, Marine Fort war arc. Okay. Uh, when he was fighting and he was poisoned and he was about to die there. I think that was a better version of Luffy almost dying. Forgettable because I don't even remember that shit. Yeah, I thought it was better, but it is 100% about how you do it because JJK 100% made it feel like 
there was a lot of risk involved with he was what dead. happened with Yuji. Yeah, he was actually dead, and it, it caught everyone off guard. Right? Yeah. It was the it was how it was done. And then, like, even in, you have anime like the Re, like Re Zero, where we don't know, like, we know that he's going to come back to life right. if he dies. But there's risk involved with every death. We don't know if he's going to be able to actually solve the problem he's trying to solve if he dies. Um, so did, did the death have impact? That kind of stuff. Um, so I'm going to be real. Uh, Ichigo dying isn't going to impact me because no. um, I, I feel like I already know. Um, Naruto dying is something not going to impact me because I feel like I already know. I agree. Uh, somebody like Jiraiya, who <laughs> is a main, a main character but is still a side character dying, that hit hard because they were very prominent in the story. They just weren't the character in the title, <laughs> you know? Right. So, so that, that's a thing. But yeah, no, uh, no, no. I, I, it's all about how it's done, how it's received by the viewer. And if you have poor delivery, then that's just going to be trash. Die moment that felt lack, lackluster for you. Um... We gotta think about. I'm trying to think which one had that real like die moment that was like oh uh, Soul Eater with Medusa. Absolutely, but she wasn't the main character, but you know. Yeah, uh, if you want to talk about main characters, for me the lackluster one was the Ichigo one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I felt like it was still done decently. But side characters, the uh, the lackluster one for me was was Ace. I think that shit was whack. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not, I know I know a lot of you One Piece fans are gonna hold me for that, but that one was just out. It was dry good, as fuck for me. Good one. You read you read Chainsaw Man. I thought yeah, the yeah. one in Chainsaw Man was pretty good. How they yeah. did it? Yeah, yeah, that was real good actually. That's like the first ten chapters. <laughs> the first chapter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's true. It was the first. Sorry chapter. for the spoiler. <laughs> they know it. They know it. Yeah, that was real good. That was a good one. All right. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate you. Hey, I'll got- ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> I just was fucking with Steve. Uh, AB got a good one. So, a few video game questions this week. Uh, do you have a 10 out of 10 video game? What is your comfort game you always go back to? And what's more important in the game to y'all? Story, gameplay, graphics, or fun factor? All right, we're going to start off one at a time. Let me break it down. One at a time. Let's, let's do the 10 out of 10. Let's do the 10 out of 10 game last. Okay, the 10 out of 10 game is going to be last. What is your comfort game you always go back to? Uh, right now, I have two comfort games. It is TFT and League of Legends and Apex Legends. For me, it will be Mirror's Edge. It's my comfort game. And the game I always go back to probably Final Fantasy. Yeah, definitely Final Fantasy 14. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Uh, and what is more important to you in the game? Story, gameplay, graphics, or fun factor? Um, because if, if, if this was me before I became an adult and had less time, 100% it would be story and fun factor. Um, like I used to love Twisted Metal because I just love turning on a game going into the car and then shooting shit up uh and then like my favorite game of all time is kingdom hearts and that was more story oriented so 
I love that. I'm just Hold on, we're not starting. We're not being, doing that. I'm just right being now. an asshole. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. If awful. y'all see Polo uh, screen turn off, it's because uh, I popped up. That's how I unplugged his power. But yeah, nah. Um, oh, right now, shit. it's really just like, can I play against people? Mm. If I can beat people, then that's all I care about right now. So gameplay pretty much, right? Yeah. I don't give a shit about graphics. Um, for me, I have to say for me, probably story is the most important. Because I'm playing games like, um, obviously, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, Tales of Arise, Pathfinder, uh, Wrath of the Righteous. Those are the type of games I find to be important. And those stories are crazy good. Like, I enjoy twists and turns and shit. He ain't played none of those games. I've been playing all them good. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> fun factor? Uh, yeah, I guess that's fun. That's important to me, too, because I fucking hate it. Um, the but last a good story is fun, though, right? Uh, no. I mean, I don't mean, like, fun in terms of, like, Oh my god! I'm so excited to play no, this game. No, but no, like, no. You know, sometimes it break you down a little bit. I'm about to I'm about to break it, break this down with you right now. I, I did not play Last of Us because the story was fun. The gameplay isn't fun. Nothing about Last of Us is fun at all. Zero percent fun. I promise you, zero. But I was compelled to see where the story was going to take me. Did I like the story? Fuck no, I did not. I was definitely compelled to see where it was going though. So mm-hmm. I played all thirty hours of it. <laughs> but the story you, know, you want to talk about a good story now 10 out of 10 game for me I'm going to be 100% honest with you my 10 out of 10 game goes to Tsushima fucking love that game story you incredible said everything great about that game story is incredible graphics are phenomenal gameplay is some of the best fucking gameplay I've played in a very very long time and it's just it's just great goes to Tsushima is a 10 out of 10 game Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you were going to say a good game. Um, no, no, no. Great game. Yeah, okay. My uh, 10 out of 10 game is Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. Uh, it was a DS game, but it was the best story, in my opinion, of all the Kingdom Hearts games, yeah, where you got I to agree. know about some of those side characters and stuff. It was just the relationships in that story alone beat everything, but it also introduced a lot of the mechanics that are into like the better like driven games now so all the mechanics with like how you would fight enemies and bosses and stuff like that yeah. that make the gameplay feel smoother this ds game introduced those before it hit the uh, actual consoles really so i agree with that because that was the only ds game i had for a very very long time before i left my ds uh coincidentally enough in texas but uh <laughs> Hold on, texas bro i lost a lot of shit here um no, to be to be true with you, I'm gonna just be real with you, and this is just a side tangent. I when I when I first played Kingdom Hearts, I will never forget it was over my Grandpa Bob house. Uh, love you, Grandpa Bob. It was my, uh, I guess you can call it my aunt. My aunt was pretty much the same age as me. She had a PlayStation Two, and she had Kingdom Hearts. I put it in and played the beginning of it, and thought it was the most incredible shit ever. Now, mind you, this is when it first came out. Hit two? No, Kingdom Hearts one. I thought it was the most incredible shit ever. Played through the whole game, beat it. Played Kingdom Hearts, loved it. Thought it was just so good. I thought it was so fucking good until Sephiroth and I could never beat Sephiroth. And, I'm, <laughs> and I moved on with my life. I thought it was so good. Then, fast forward about 
uh Eight years. eight years or so Yeah Eight or nine years or so I tried to play Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 again <sighs> That shit Those games In actual game form Story and all Are actually trash If you look at it objectively They're real bad games As far as all of it is concerned Story I mean obviously the graphics But it's, you know, I'm, the graphics aren't important But gameplay of it was awful It was bad It's just a bad game but nostalgic, nostalgia wins because when I turned that shit on, I my heart sank. I felt like <laughs> I, fe- I felt like I was literally transported into time when I was first playing it, and I was so in love with it. I thought it was just the greatest shit ever. And then I'm I'm like, man, I love this game, but it's so bad. It sucks so fucking bad. And then Can- I, I moved on with my life and learned that one hundred percent. Kingdom Hearts one. Be bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Kingdom Hearts one had the worst mechanics in the world. <laughs> the camera mechanics were horrible. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2 fixed some of that and then made things a little bit smoother, but it wasn't perfect yet. Um, story-wise, the entire story of Kingdom Hearts is very fragmented, except for yes. like 358-2 or over 2 because it was a specific smaller story. Yep, Splice of it. And, and because Kingdom Hearts, you have to play like you got to play Kingdom Hearts 1. Then you got to play uh, Chain of Memories, which was a game, game, adv- Boy. game Boy Advance yep. game. Yep. Then you had to play Birth by Sleep. Then you had to play Kingdom Hearts 2. Yep. And then you had to play Kingdom Hearts 2.1, 2.5. Then you had to play Kingdom it's Hearts It's not a 3. way to tell a story. Man. It's not <laughs> a it way to tell it, It's so much. And you had to play Dream Drop Distance. It was, and I've played all of them. And I, you had to play the phone game. The phone game. It, there's too many segments for how the story is told. Yes. And that's why I think 358-2 is so good because it's it's not like if you came into this game and you didn't necessarily know who these characters were, were this story is still good right. because you'll learn who these characters are and then they don't really get fragmented or separated. Right. But if you already know who they are from previous stories, it makes it even better. 100%. So, yeah. Yeah, like I, I agree. I Again, still it still has a special place in my heart because of when I played, I think it was actually the first PlayStation 2 game I played because I didn't get my PlayStation 2 until later. Uh, but, oh boy, it's bad. It's fucking bad. Um, I feel you, bro. <laughs> had a thick-ass book, though. The book in that, <laughs> game, that game was thick. <laughs> Straight up. Straight the fuck up, dude. It's crazy. Thanks for that question, OAB. I love that. I love talking video games. Hey, listen. My Check Waifu Waifu the anime, is an anime podcast. We know that. We might have a, you know, a little splinter. Where me and Legal might have a video game podcast, and so it's obviously going to be on there from time to time too. Mm-hmm. But we might have a video game podcast if Legal can get his shit together and uh, become reliable. But stay tuned. Might be some name like Mike. Check your console, Mike. Check your, <laughs> but what can we do? We'll, we'll, we'll figure cool something. Cool. We'll figure something out. <laughs> I might even leave the naming convention of Legal because he's good at that shit. He actually named our bonus podcast the After Story. He named yeah. that just out of just out of the fucking blue too. I'm like, damn man, we should change because it used to be uh, side tangent again. The Mic Check Waifu Waifu bonus podcast used to just be called MCWW Plus. Terrible name, awful name. We didn't know what to call it. We just gave it that, and we were just sitting in Discord one day. We were like, damn man, what's your name? The bonus podcast. Legal was there. He was like, let's call it the After Story, and my mouth fucking dropped. 
Obviously, <laughs> y'all know. If y'all know Polo, y'all know Clint Ad is one of his favorite anime of all time. Why am I talking in third person? God, that is narcissistic as fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not It's not narcissistic if it's an accident. It was an accident, bro. <laughs> y'all know I love, I love Clint Ad. I fucking hate that I just did that. I am... <laughs> I am over myself. All right, I'm gonna move on. Um, <laughs> God damn it, man! Uh, shout out to underscore underscore Rob J, one of our favorite people, one of our Patreon supporters. You, you are literally a good friend of ours, and I appreciate you like forever. Uh, he asked us a few questions, uh, a plethora, if you will. First question he asks: Is the food better in Texas than Ohio? Um, that's a very good question, and I'm a I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. I don't think it's per se better. I haven't had anything as as yes, it's different and more. Because I tell you, I tell you now, I haven't found a fucking pizza place, a good pizza place yet since I've been in this motherfucker. There's I something wrong with Texas pizza. These motherfucker, these different pizza places that I've been going to has been so bad that I just I can't even believe it. I'm like you, you can go down to Shaker. Yes, and get some bomb pizza. My God, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh man, even and isn't Antonio's uh, local? Mm-hmm. Antonio's pizza is fucking so good, but I haven't found a good pizza place. But it's more, it's more food places than in Ohio. It's more food is food trucks everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. So I don't. I'm, I mean, food. Ohio got some actually really good pizza. Like. Uh, what was it? Uh, Barrio, Barrio, so fucking good yeah. in Ohio. Like, there's a lot of good places to eat in Ohio. Ohio has a lot of good like Italian food because a lot yes. of Italian settlers are there. Yeah. So like Shaker has Little Italy yeah. over there, so that's why you get a lot of really good Italian food, handmade, all that stuff. Yeah. My grandma, who is part Italian, or actually my great grandma, who is Italian, used to get us stuff there all the time. Yeah. Um. So Shaker's really good for Italian food, but then they also got uh. That's where Kid Cudi from, by the way. Right, a uh, but then in general, we just have really good food. Like, like you know, we got the the po boy, the Polish boys. Don't call it like po boy; it's different. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I was like, I was thinking about this down here, but the Polish boys, bang, yeah. and can't really find it here. You can make it yourself, but it's like, why can't? Why don't y'all have this yet? But well, I get it. The problem with Texas is nobody in Texas like coleslaw, so nobody cooks it well now or make it well. Because you don't really cook coleslaw. But let me tell you something, okay? I know most people don't like coleslaw, and that's that's the fucking meme of, of the century. I know. I don't like coleslaw. But we're going to explain to you what a Polish boy is. So a Polish boy, imagine getting a Polish sausage, okay? It's a nice fucking juicy Polish sausage. Pause. Put it on, <laughs> you put it on the hot dog bun. First thing you do is you, you lather some special barbecue sauce. Ohio's barbecue sauce is fucking phenomenal. It's not like phenomenal. It ain't no sweet Bubba Ray's or whatever. It's like all customly made lemon tangy uh, barbecue sauce that's kind of thin, but thick enough to not just roll off the, the fucking the Polish Good as fuck, bro. Good as fuck. <laughs> you put that on there. Then you put some coleslaw on that. And then you put some more barbecue sauce, a little bit more barbecue sauce. Then you put fries on top of that, and then you put some more barbecue sauce over it. So that is a Polish boy. This, I'm mean, gonna tell you, this fucking sandwich, because a hot dog is a sandwich, is so fucking good. And it's specifically because of that barbecue sauce, the coleslaw, and the fries coming together does something crazy. It's, it's the the bun is soft, right? Yes. 
and you bite into it, it's got like a nice little soft feel. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the pop-up the, Polish boy, the, yeah, the, the Polish, Polish boy sausage. got that snap on it. Mm-hmm. The coleslaw is like a little cold and crunchy. Mm-hmm. And then you got like hot fries, which are just supposed to be, you want them to be a little crunchy, but like have a nice little crisp to them on the yep. inside. Yep. And, and they, that sauce is good. Ugh. They're always thicker potato fries too. They're not like thin nah, not McDonald's no fries. fries. No, they're like the thick, potato fries like that you would just like cut once and you oh it's so good hey yo for real and then if you try to eat your, your polish boy whole you gotta have it cut in half bro. yes like, ain't no way you're gonna be able to eat that whole thing nope, ain't no way. <laughs> remember when, when quentin came back <laughs> yeah. to ohio that's the first thing he wanted <laughs> yeah he went to bnm's and got a polish boy <laughs> right man god I'm, I'm i i can't wait to go back just for i'm gonna grab a polish boy when i get there uh so favorite condiment what's your favorite condiment Robbie asking the real questions, man. I swear. These are these is questions. Uh, probably barbecue sauce. I would put barbecue sauce mm-hmm. on a lot of things. That's a. I I really like peanut butter, bro. Does that does that count? I mean, that ain't nothing wrong with peanut butter. Peanut butter is live, man. Good source of protein too. I put peanut butter in my uh my protein shakes. <laughs> Next up, and I'm not speaking in third person for narcissistic reasons uh is polo going to pick up my hero manga if so 218 is where you want to start uh so the anime made me not want to fucking pick up the manga yet because this shit was just so fucking just it was something and it made me it made me want to take a break from my hero i do still plan on picking up the manga but i just need time to get my life together yeah we did talk about this in the previous episode because that that season ending was actually like a breath of fresh air. Like, yeah. I, w- I was so done with it. But like the <laughs> yeah. manga, bro, this latest chapter in the manga almost like GB hit me up. Was well, he 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 was talking about uh, we should make a space and just talk about this real quick. And I was like, I will, but I'm I'm out. And that chapter was just good. It's just man. Yeah, I, I'm hearing a lot of good things again. Like Tell said, it was a breath of fresh air to just be done with it because that season was just, it was just so much of just, I just couldn't take anymore. But I do plan on picking it up still. Um, something about the show, man, it just feels off, but we'll talk about that another time. Okay, he says, what anime character would you trust to get to get you out of a life and death situation? Anime, what I, character would I trust? I'm glad this is anime because it couldn't be Batman in comics. Let you die and then finally take the Joker after you did already. <laughs> um, who can't be Goku because he's gonna let the planet get blown up and he'll wish you back later. First, yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, get me out of life or death situation. It's gotta be somebody smart. I, I, I mean, I'm gonna go so generic that it hurts but I'm gonna just go one punch man Saitama? Just, yeah let Saitama just take care of the situation and then I'm good <laughs> unless you're a low class hero <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's true good point oh man uh, I'm gonna pick sheesh bro I don't know. I'm gonna pick. Um, I kind of want to pick Kanata because I just like his leading methods. Okay. Right. They they never died. No. And Asher lost. His Nobody face. even just, really got hurt. Yeah. Except they for him. Did. Yeah. So 
Kanata? Can I choose that? Yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. Do y'all use the three episode rule? Is a is the Rob J last question. Um, I was, I feature on the podcast called the three episode rule, and no, I don't really follow the three episode rule. If nah. I don't like it on the first episode, I'm not gonna watch it <laughs> if I don't want to. But also, sometimes I give stuff like eight episodes, and it's finally good. I will give stuff as long as I feel like giving stuff. So, if it's bad the first six episodes, I'll still watch it because I mean, I, this is not saying that it's bad by any means, but. Steins Gate, the first six episodes were so slow that it kind of would make you want to drop it. But if you keep watching it, it ended up being becoming one of one of the greatest anime ever, in my opinion. Yeah, so, everything after that makes sense. Yep. A hundred percent makes sense. Fuck, dude. The last episode is ah, let me not talk. Oh, Steins Gate's so good. I just love it so much. Um, no, I don't three episode rule is I'm over it. Um all right. Appreciate you. I'm going to go to kind of want to skip that one for now because it's a really good question. I think we're going to give it a little bit of time. Hey, we're going to go with Fujimaru TTV, uh, which is a uh, Fujimaru's F- Fujimaru. Sorry, my Google. No, Google. Stop, Google. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Google. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> Fujimaru. Uh, Fujimaru says his, follow his Twitch by the way he's a streamer so twitch.tv slash Fujimaru he says okay in a fight between Yusuke, Luffy, Naruto and Nasha who wins I'm gonna start <laughs> I'm gonna start off I'm gonna just start with this one okay in a fight between Yusuke, Luffy, Naruto and Inunasha who wins I'm canceling out Inunasha get, get your bitch ass out of here he's gone Yusuke I'm sorry you gotta go there's no way you beating any one of these two and between Luffy and Naruto, I'm going to give it to, fuck, man, it's, it's, it varies so hard on which Naruto you get, but I'm still probably going to go with Luffy. I'm going to say Luffy, too, and <laughs> I only say that because even Naruto with, like, his Boruto transformation stuff that has been mad talked about. Yeah. I feel like what Luffy been going through has been ridiculous. Yeah. I think Naruto faster, but I don't think yes. Naruto can do enough damage to actually put Luffy down. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So good question. We appreciate you. Make sure y'all follow us Twitch. Fujimaru. Uh, yeah. Those two are going to go together. Okay. So we get, we can actually go with uh, at Strange Keith Concept Moon himself. He says, uh, what's your favorite fall anime season? Oh, sorry. Let me rephrase that because that makes a huge difference. What's your early favorites for fall season? And what's your... Okay, and what's, okay I'll, wait, I'll save that. Are we not going to do it? We're not going to answer it? No, we're going to answer the second one after we answer the first part. Okay, okay. okay. So uh, what's your favorites, uh, early favorites for this fall? Let's try not to go with the continuations. Yeah, I'm not going to go with obvious ones like Jobless Reincarnation or 86. Mm-hmm. Those are continuations. Um, Early favorites. You, you, you go first with this, Polo. This is tough. This is really, really tough. I'm going to have to go with uh, Blue Period. And I'm going to go with just one. No, he said favorites. <laughs> he said favorites with a plural. Blue Period and Platinum Man, obviously. Okay. 
No, fuck. Fuck. This is hard for me. This is so hard because all the ones I feel like we watching are good. So good. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 No. Okay. I'm a I'm a rescind the platinum man one. I do like platinum man, don't get me wrong. But I'm gonna go with blue period and I'm gonna go with Banish from the Heroes Party. Yes. Okay. I like that because it's got like the slice of life element, but like it's also, you no. know. Uh I'm going to go opposite of Polo because I do really like Blue Period, but I feel like he already chose it, so I ain't gonna go there with that. <laughs> I'm gonna go with World's Finest Assassin. Oh fuck! And Far Away Paladin. <laughs> How can I forget about that one? It's so good. Yeah. It's just yeah. Like, those four are our favorites, bro. I'm gonna just let you know that now. Those are so good. I, I'm gonna throw in Sakugan too because that's really the, okay. it, uh, everything. I feel like I'm watching has been really good this season. But. Really, really good. And he's saying, "What's y'all favorites uh, for anime of the year?" Eighty-six. Eighty-six. <laughs> Vivi. Vivi was up there, but 86 and this continuation has just already been like... Yeah, it's passing Vivi. And I, we, you, know, <laughs> you know how we love Vivi. But 86 for sure. <laughs> to piggyback off of that question, out of the fall anime, which protagonist is your favorite from Ked to Pro? Make sure y'all follow the Chaotic Culture Podcast and Ked to Pro himself at chaotic underscore culture on Twitter. Yeah, the pro. What a fantastic question. What is what are your favorite anime protagonists? I'm going to go with uh, this season, man. I do like uh Yagauchi, Yago, Yagaichi, Yagaichi from Blue Period. I like him a lot. You know, funny enough, I actually don't think I don't really like Yagauchi. What? Much. Yeah, he's fucking phenomenal. You are actually insane. No. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, I don't like him because he reminds me of myself. Oh, that's probably why I like him so much. Because I like you a lot, too. I don't. I don't. I don't fuck with him. Like <laughs> <laughs> Second week in a row, I'm going to spit my fucking water out. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, uh, all right. My favorite MC has to be uh, right now. Uh, Lou Tooth to the Day, whatever, however you say it, from uh finest assassin oh he's so good bro it's just like burn notice man yeah, oh, he, he's I'm, really good i like him a lot i'm telling y'all man y'all gotta watch burn i'm gonna do a tweet on my check white Floyd food podcast twitter about how this is just fucking burn notice in anime form and i love it so much it's, <laughs> it's so fucking good dude it's so good uh, good choice bro good choice and the final question which i feel like is uh demands a little bit more time um so we're gonna give it the time i would love to hear oh sorry this is from rob aka the follower of vash dad needs to talk make sure y'all listen to the dad needs to talk podcast he covers a lot of manga on a solo dolo so it's, it's it's he's he's a great dude too um we, yeah we we he he's great <laughs> make sure you follow him dad dad needs to talk he says i would love to hear individual life goals for both that both of you are aiming for uh, and uh, the number two is podcast goals. So I'm gonna just lump these two together for me personally. Gotcha. The, the goal 
that I'm aiming for in life is to make the podcast the life, the work, the job, the life. Like legitimately make this podcast be something that um, I don't need to worry about anything else anymore um, because this podcast is going to take care of us. Like that's what I want for my life goes. Uh, same. <laughs> that, that is the goal. Um, I have other ventures in mind. Uh, obviously, people know I work out. Uh, mm. Personal training. I also would love to open my own gym. I've even thought about if I open my gym, I want to have a separate room in the gym for the podcast. Mm. So we can have a place to actually do it in our own space and not have to worry about anything. Right. But there's a lot of stuff I got going on. But realistically, yes, the podcast being self-sufficient. Yes. Would ultimately be the goal because then we can just piggyback and add on top of that. Right. To grow off that single handedly would be would be the dream. I also and for me, my other goal is to, to get my streaming back. Like uh side story, like I was streaming for a very long time. Um so and excited. there was a point in my life where I was becoming extremely successful with it, like extremely close to becoming a partner to a streamer. And then I uh things took a turn for the worse for me. Um, I was hit with like this crippling depression and anxiety that just didn't, it didn't bode well for me, which is something that is extremely hard for me to do because like I do have anxiety and I do have like some depression issues, but I never let it cripple me. I know it was my goal to never let it cripple me because like I had a mother who I've seen struggle through probably some of the worst shit you will ever even think about obviously her being a single mother of three three kids uh with pretty much no help was something that i've watched her do so i'm like man i can't let depression i can't let anxiety stop me from being a better me so i tried to i, I fought through it the hardest i possibly could but when i was streaming and it hit me i could not turn on my camera i could not turn on the stream and just be like hey yo what's up what's going on and, and just be the entertaining dude I, I was for that long period of time because it would it just it didn't feel good so i stopped i lost every moment every piece of momentum i had when i was when i was streaming um luckily i still got a, a decent following but like a lot of people who watched me back then obviously stopped because i haven't streamed in like consistently in, in a few years so i want to get that back going and i want to make that obviously the main on top of the podcast. So I want to be able to do both simultaneously and make a good living. And I plan um, on doing that because uh, announcement, I just like my last, by the time you're hearing this, I'm done with work. I don't have a job no more. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm about to work on that um, harder than I ever have. So. Um, I would also like to say, uh, I don't know if Polo even noticed, but Polo is my favorite Twitch streamer. Hey, thank um, you, sir. I actually yeah, I didn't have I didn't have the Twitch app until Polo was streaming. Hey, that's dope. Um, so Polo was the first Twitch stream I ever watched. Um, the first person I ever subscribed to. Yeah, um, one of my first subscribers. The old, <laughs> and the first person to ever actually make me want a Twitch stream. That's good. Uh, so one hundred percent, Polo for me on on the Twitch side. I would love to see him do that again. Uh, I appreciate that, man. So, and also I'm super proud of him not having a job anymore. <laughs> like, I know that's all mad crazy, but like, it's a, it's a huge step in life to just say, you know what, I'm not going to work anymore. 
uh, at least not work for somebody else where it's not making me feel fulfilled Yes, and take on life directly the way I want to do it, even though he might have depression or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Those things are hard. And I really don't have those problems. Like I, I do have a little bit of anxiety, but it's about things I just never done before. And when I become used to doing something, it's gone. Like if I do, if I do something two, three times, I don't have that anxiety anymore. And everybody doesn't have that luxury. So I just want to say to my brother, Polo, I'm proud of you, bro. I appreciate that. You know, keep doing your thing. You really, you really inspire people, bro. Like you really do. Thank you, man. Um, that means that's a lot. Why you, that's why you get the love you do. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Speaking of that, my birthday just passed. It was October 14th. Literally every, I don't ever talk about my birthday. Till is always the one that talks about my birthday for me. And I cannot... <laughs> I made sure though, I made it a goal to make sure I said thank you to everybody, every single person that told me happy birthday with a personal message, no generic bullshit. Thank you all so much for giving me all those happy birthdays. Like that shit meant a lot to me because the way the way I celebrate my birthday and, and, and tell and, and, and his wife noticed, but they always try or they did try very, very hard to get me to do something. But I just, I like to celebrate my birthday by myself and just kind of just turn off everything and do what I like to do. Even though they try to, you know, try to, you know, throw me, throw me a little party and feed me some food, like I appreciate that. Thank you so much for supporting me though, and, and just thank you for all the happy birthday wishes. I turned thirty, so big three zero. I don't feel it, so I don't plan on acting like it either. Um, but I do appreciate that, like for real. Thank you all so much. It, it do mean a lot to me. All right, and for this final question from Rob, aka Father Vash, he says, match up two people, individuals, or podcasts that you think would be good content collaboration. This is, could be as as simple as I think they would... Oh, this could be as, as simple as I think they would have a dope conversation and I want to hear it. Um, Damn. Two people or do a podcast? Let me to do a podcast and give like dope information? Yeah, or just a dope conversation, yeah. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jay-Z. Two moguls, huh? Okay. I, I feel like them together in a podcast would be mind-blowing. That's interesting. Because they're, they're, they're opposites in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but a lot of what they do is very like business-oriented <laughs> yeah. in how they carry themselves. Yeah, they move, um, they move the same but different. You're right. Mm. Very good one. Damn, I. Hmm. Polo would probably be like, uh, let's say Matt Mercer and um. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm talking shit, bro. I, I, I to be honest, man, I would. Fine. Yes, yes. I would love to have someone who I've known to be doing podcasts since 2016, like my brother. I would like to have him and probably my, I don't know. I would love to have him do a podcast with us. I'm going to just say it. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. And it could be an after story episode or something. It could be whatever. And just like interview him about his life period. I think, Cause every time I talk to him, he drops some shit that I have you like, damn, that's you're right. <laughs> you know, and that, and him and my mother, both of them were both telling me, and just to go back to what I was talking about when I quit my job thing, they were both telling me, quit your job, 
workshop or do something else and then do streaming. Pick that up again because you're passionate about it. You're good at it. And, and the, but when they both talked to me about it was crazy because it was like they were talking to each other, to me at different. It was so crazy. But I feel like they, they was working at parallels. Even hell. My mom, I will bring. I will fucking bring her on this, not this podcast, but an after story episode too, to just talk to her. She's incredible. And thank God, thank whoever the higher power is. Don't, don't, don't even matter. Whoever that is. And this, um, I didn't even tell you this till yesterday, last night, my mom called me at about 11 o'clock. She said, Tajay, which is my real name for those of you who don't know, Tajay, you almost got the worst phone call you ever got in your entire life. I'm like, wait, what? Stood up out of my seat. She said that my sister tires are so bald on her on her car. They were driving on the freeway from my auntie's house from her birth from her baby shower. Okay. Mm-hmm. They literally spun out on the freeway. Okay. With my nephew, my niece, my pregnant sister, and my mom all in the car. They spun out three times. And after that third spin, they literally landed on the shoulder. And literally almost lost it. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? She said, yes, we literally just got home. We got off the freeway. We took the roads all the way home. And like we, you almost got the worst phone call of your life. And when she told me that I was, I almost cried. <laughs> Cause I, I feel it, bro. Cause that, that like, I wouldn't know what I would do if I lost all of them. Like, and that just, just one instant, just one blink, it could have been gone. And that shit is, oh, it's tough. It's tough to even think about. But yes. I, w- I, I would just look, like I swear my mom, she is one of the most incredible women I've ever met in my entire life. Like seriously, and I think right. everybody should talk to this woman. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm after this, I'm done gushing over uh, Polo. Uh, <laughs> but I love his mom. Uh, his mom has been one of the nicest moms of all my friends to me. Um, his mom was very warm and welcoming to even my family and other friends that we came around with she was very warm and welcoming to like my wife oh yeah um, she loves her to death yeah and it's like a lot of people just aren't that nice and genuine but you you feel it when you talk to her she's super nice super genuine super loving yeah. i remember i came over one time uh while my wife was in boot camp mm. and she's like how Monique doing? And you know, she was just super nice. She's just Tajay Mom is one of is one of the most genuine, loving people ever. She's incredible. And, yeah, and his whole family is though, right? Sure. Like <laughs> I, we've talked about it before, but like his sister, uh, super loving, super genuine. She's straight up front with you. Oh yeah. It don't matter what it is. Okay. Javon uh, drops mad knowledge. Always been super cool, super dope. Um, just people you would wish nothing but success for. They, they're all people. Yeah, man, that that'd be a great podcast just to have <laughs> us all on it. <laughs> That's weird. That is a weird. They, they, that is. It's the Yay family. It's the Yay family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. The Yay family. That'd be a, that'd be a podcast episode for your ass right there. Show. For those of you that aren't aware, again, my name is Tajay, so uh, my family will call me Yay Yay. <laughs> So it'll be the Yay Family podcast. That's funny. I like that. Thank you so much for that, Rob. That's that's, that's a dope question. How long have you been going? No fucking way does that say what I think it said. 50 minutes? Holy shit. 50 minutes. Last week, uh, 
we was talking about uh, Polo and this being a podcast. I'm like, this is an anime podcast. Polo, like, no, this is a podcast. <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that happened. Yo, I cut out so much of that episode, by the way. Did you? Yeah, I cut out a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, I gotta go back and listen to it. Ain't no way. I cut out a lot of shit. Uh, a lot. Uh, Uncle Yeah Yeah just be cutting shit out. <laughs> That's funny because that's what my nieces and nephew called me to. Yeah, I damn, I cut out so much shit when I think about it. I can't believe we've been going 50 minutes. It don't even feel like it. We've just been chilling, bro. All right, man. All right. Hey, should we get to know my check wife for food or we still got something else we want to discuss? Let's do it. We, we can get into the spoiler talk soon. Or what? Well, we let's do blue period before we get into spoiler talk. No, blue period. Yeah, we said we weren't gonna spoil it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're not gonna spoil Blue Period. Uh, so this is so this is what we decided to do. Hear me out. Here's the deal. So Blue Period is actually coming out on Netflix week by week, which is extremely interesting because they don't do that. But it's coming out week week by week, and it's about two episodes behind every other every other anime right now. So we're not going to discuss spoilers for Blue Period, but we are going to discuss like. We can't even discuss it. Can we? We can still do that, right? Well, you think? Well, no. I guess really we can't because it's. Well, you could say what you was gonna say earlier that we talked about before we started recording. Well, basically, my idea—I'll just say this. Basically, my my feeling of Blue Period, especially as we get deeper into the episodes, is like this most current episode felt just like being in art college, right? Being in college for art. because the 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 mix and variety of students how they approach different art styles or even the same art style Mm. all of it feels contextually right like it felt very accurate to being in an art school um and they they talked about a couple of things that made me actually decide i didn't want to do art for a degree anymore Mm. right because one thing they talked about was cram art or or exam art Mm -hmm. and that's something that i don't really vibe with and basically the idea of that is just think of i go to school you tell me to draw this person right and i just draw them as they are in front of me but like as an artist i might see this person but i want to add some flair to this person like where it's surreal or different right this person isn't just a person this person looks angelic to me because she's she or he is beautiful so i add wings or something like that Mm. And in exam art, that is not acceptable. I asked you to draw this and this is all you can put to paper. Right. Or I gave you these these outlines, said that these are not necessarily the rules, but if I extend out of those, it becomes now um, not necessarily good artwork. And, or at least via the professor, whereas like your, your peers might say, this is the best thing I've seen ever. Right. Uh, and I've, I've gotten that a lot in art school where people were like, I can't believe you're so talented. I can't believe you're so good at this. It actually made me put down my pen when like my professors were like, this is B work. But all of my peers were like, you know, they were like, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe you drew this. Right. And we're all we're all doing this at the same time. Can so I interject it, real quick? Go ahead. I'm going to just say this. I think the concept of art school is the dumbest shit I think I've ever heard in my entire life. Like to 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 call something an art school, something mm-hmm. that has to be graded by somebody who's seen something supposedly objectively is weird as fuck to me. Like, yo, art to pay somebody to teach me or to grade what I consider my art. Like, I can't 
I'm a quote. I'm gonna say I can't draw. Fuck, I can't even write neat. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm a lefty that don't write neat. You know what I'm saying? You know those are rare. I but if I draw something and that shit, I think that shit is incredible. And tell think it's incredible. I'm not about to pay a motherfucking teacher to say. Yeah, this is not what the assignment was, though, Tajay. So I'm gonna need you to read your. Like, no, fuck you. Like, this is my. Right. This is my art. This is what I just wanted to do to express myself. I think the concept of art is bull. Art school is bullshit. Not the concept right. of art. I just. I just wanted to say. I that. agree. Like you're supposed to be in art school to expand your knowledge, right? And that's what I'm gonna say. The first few episodes felt like our main character was having his knowledge expanded. I don't, wanna, I don't even go into any more about. Okay, the but show. you get what I'm saying. Absolutely, it's, a, it's amazing, incredible. It's fucking. It's an incredible show though because it discusses all of that. It touches on all of that, and the feelings and emotions that they that they share and spill is great. It's great. It's a great show. So we won't talk about uh, Blue Period probably until it's done. Um, unfortunately, uh, I believe it's a 12 episode series. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Oh, it doesn't even have an episode in. So uh, it doesn't. No, no. So it might be 24 shit. Uh, we'll talk about it when it, I don't know, when there's an episode that's caught up with Netflix, I guess. So we doing that for you, Crystal. Uh, and now this is part of the podcast where you get to know Mike Check, Waifu Waifu. In episode 122, we have a list of questions that we just kind of randomly threw together. They have some anime questions. They don't have anime questions. They have life questions. They have whatever you want. But we use that to get to know us. One of us wrote a random number generator, and we the other reads the question associated with that random number. And we discuss it right here. Anyway, tell, I'm going to roll the random number generator. You're going to read the question. How many numbers is in this question sheet? There are 63. 63. All right. We are now going to swing golf club 63. The number is 57. 57. 57. Uh, question number 53 is. It's 57. 57 is what three things do you think of the most each day? I feel like we answered this question already and didn't delete it. Probably. What are the three things I think about most each day? My dog. My dog. And food. <laughs> uh, Tells about to be a little, a lot more serious. My wife, <laughs> um, my kids, Polo's dog. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's close. Uh, my wife, my kids, and I don't know. Right now, probably working out. Okay, all right. I like that. I like that. I be out here. I be home working out. Just got my little bow, my little uh, gorilla bow. I got a. Uh, what did you talk about? The rubber bands. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll put it on screen in a minute, but it's literally a bow and it's got bands on it, mm-hmm. and you you use the bands against your body to like work out. I got you. Okay, got hold on, pause. Uh, feel this I'm, time. I'm gonna bring mine to the screen. <laughs> All right, look. So Polo going to go grab something. I think he probably he might be grabbing what I have, but basically the gorilla bow is just like imagine like uh, a barbell, and you strap bands to it. 
and you do all kind of stuff with it. So I have the resistant yeah. band thing. You stand on these where you could, there's three different resistances that you could use. Okay. Yeah, so that's could, TRX. Yeah, yeah, I got that. So this is, okay. this is what I use. Let me show you, let me show you. Just yeah, yeah, go get the time. it. I'm going to feel the time now. This is the first time I've ever felt the time before. Um, <laughs> hi guys, my name is um Ty J. I'm 30 years old. Um, I was born October 14th, 1991 in Cleveland, Ohio. I was eight pounds. I was so an eight pound baby. Oh shit! He brought a fucking oh so, damn like an actual boat, right? Yeah. So if I want to squat, I stand on this, put mm-hmm. this on my shoulders, and uh-huh. squat. If That's I wanna, legit. Yeah, I can put this on my back, and I can just push forward, and it's like I'm doing a bench press. Y'all gonna I have to watch the video right? and curl. Oh, I love that. I absolutely. Oh, okay. So you got the three resistances too. And you could take it off to make yeah, it easier. No, I have like eight bands, bro. Oh, shit. He got but eight. It has to so like what I do. And it's because each band is different, right? Like this band is like 90 pounds. Yeah, that's the same with mine. Okay. This band is like 70 pounds, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I got like eight bands. And basically, you can double them up. So, like, if I had an 80 and a 90, I step on both of these. And now, you know. Yeah. So I got all these. I just do all of the bands. That's live. That's live as fuck. But yeah, I love this thing, both um, myself and Monique. I love that. I love that. That's incredible. Yeah. What song am I gonna use? I don't know What's what that? song. I don't know what song I'm gonna use. But this is the part where we take a break. When we come back, we're gonna discuss spoilers for Jobless Reincarnation. We're gonna start off with '86. Um, I think that's all we're gonna spoil this week. Yeah. I think that about wraps it up for the spoilers. So Jobless Reincarnation and 86 are the two shows we're going to spoil. Probably starting with 86 first. And that's for you, Father of Ash. Um, Rob, because I can't wait to talk about that shit. Uh, yeah. Well, let's, um, let's go ahead and rock out to these smooth tones brought to you by Polo. Polo, 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 Born Fly. You just messed it up. I did it on my own echo and everything. You just fucked it all up. To- you have an echo button. Okay, it ain't as smooth. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we'll, we'll be right back after this.
waifu waifu as always it's brought to you by patreon patreon.com slash my check waifu waifu and uh lou complex lou complex Dot com. Make sure y'all check out Lou Complex and use the offer code WAIFU to save on your entire card. They just dropped some ill shit. Actually, you know what? I'm about to take the second to announce what that ill shit is. It's the Lou Complex cross fake nerd uh, collaboration that is absolutely beautiful. Like, I don't know if y'all, if y'all like, like, I don't know if y'all like Lou stuff or edgy stuff, but you know, y'all know that's our shit. We don't give a fuck. Right. I would, I would put on. A little complex shirt and in, in, in the heartbeat and wear it out like it's nothing. Like my hentai hoodie, my hentai camouflage hoodie I got, it has like what quote unquote is the Adidas logo, but it's actually hentai tentacles. And it says hentai across the bottom of it. Love that hoodie so much. I love the stares I get when I wear it. But these hoodies that a little complex cross fake nerd have right now are wonderful. Absolutely, absolutely wonderful. So check that out. Lucomplex.com. Use that offer code WhiteFood to save on your entire cart, by the way. All right. This is the spoiler half of the show where we discuss shows that we hope you all are watching with us. And so we can discuss it in grave detail. Spoilers and all. The first show we're going to start off with today, tonight, is 86, man. 86 is one of its easily. Let me just take a look at something. What the fuck is my top five? Is 86 in my top five now? I don't know. I got to see how it ends first, so I'm not going to make that claim here yet. But looking at my top five on analyst.co slash polo born fly. Ooh, that's going to be a tough top five to crack. I'm not going to hold you. It might even be impossible to crack this top five because number five is Astro Lost in Space. So, shit. All right. Well, 86 is number six. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this episode of 86 was... It was great. It was just great. I, it was great. I feel like they're leaving us with so much suspense, though. Like they're doing it on purpose. Like the, like one of these episodes, and they go back to the the female character, yeah, yeah. The, the captain. Yeah, that is gonna be something dark. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be dark, but I feel like they they leading us with so much suspense. They just they letting it build up and yeah. not telling us like normally they, they, they deviated from the normal transitions. Mm-hmm. The half and halves. And I can't be mad because it's a beautiful tactic. It's beautiful. It's genius. Absolutely genius. That is the perfect term to describe this episode. Now, the, obviously they did the military thing. So it was a slight, slight time skip. Um, what, six months, something like that? Yeah, something like that, uh, which they do a good job of letting us know. But it, again, it don't feel, it feels good. Like they went through quote unquote training, um, but then they got pushed into the experimental branch where they basically get to use their um, their 86 machines. I don't know what the fuck they call them. Uh, drones? What do they call them? I forget what they call um, them. Kill Kaisen, something like that? Yeah, they, well, yeah, that's what the Federation called them, but the Republic called them something. Um, but yeah, they, they get to use those, their machines basically. <laughs> Yeah. And the first person, the only person we see using their machine is the Reaper himself. Um, Shin. So, I... Fuck, man. I I don't know why this feels like a season two. It's not. It's not. It's just part two of season one, which is fucking baffling to me. Mm-hmm. Because it's so good. It's so, like, uh, it's so good and separate. And I, Do you think... Side side note: Do you think this would be bad if you binge it? 
No. I think if you binge it, you might cry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just think... I, I thought maybe it'd be a little jarring, but I, I guess it wouldn't wouldn't be. No, because you you when you get that split right, mm-hmm. essentially it doesn't really give you much of a time skip in between that split. It goes right to what happened after that. No, it doesn't though, because the the, 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 uh, the the major was demoted. Mm-hmm. Um, she has that red streak in her hair. We don't know why yet. Um. And then it goes back to the 86. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like the, the, the 86, what happened with them was almost instant though, because like they got to that fight, they died or we thought they died Mm -hmm. and then they were saved. Right. That couldn't have been longer than a week at most. Right. Good point. The major situation is probably different because actually it is different if I remember correctly, because the date at the bottom was different. Yeah. Fuck, man, this show is so good, bro. It's so good. It doesn't tell us a sequential, like, story. And I keep forgetting that that's this this show's storytelling method. And it's done so well because you... It's relevant. It's so relevant, bro. It's so fucking relevant and just powerful. It's really, 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 really powerful. I am blown away. I just keep... I just blew my own mind with that shit. Remembering the fact that the, the major shit is, like... A little bit in the future compared to where the 86 is right now right crazy and 86 is right now catching up to probably where the major is right bro and then that's when things go because that's what i said that's why they didn't do the last two episodes the first episodes that they did not do that that like split, split on yeah because it's catching up now fucking crazy bro fido's back oh Shout that out. little memorial they made yes so it was cool to see. So like it, it, it kind of gets, so they said that they're not winning the war, right? It doesn't feel like they're winning because they're losing units, mm-hmm. but they showed us a portion where they found them essentially. Right. Mm-hmm. And that where they, where they thought they were dying at and have it memorialized now, Beautiful. but also this land is now free of the invaders, essentially legion. Yes. So yeah, good. The legion. So, now we have that we, we understand that even though they feel like they're not winning that they've actually made ground mm-hmm. you know um and this is as this country is fighting as a unit together not just the 86 fighting by themselves right you know you enlist voluntarily mm-hmm. oh bro the, the fucking oh it, it, it was also nice and i, I don't want to say this is nice but it was nice to see the difference right that even though they are in a country that is more free um, everyone is kind of doing whatever they wanted to do mm-hmm. that even in this free country people who see them as what they were brought up as see them as monsters sometimes because of how they are how they act how they react they have this essentially they grew up with this trauma of having to fight on a battlefield and knowing they were going to die their entire life and, and I don't want to necessarily relate this to like the black community but that's kind of what it is they call them monsters because they, all they all they know is, is how to fight and survive yeah, and I feel like if you put anyone in that circumstance, that's what they become. They become a survivor, not necessarily a, a person anymore. They are a person, but they're a survivor. That's their instinct now. Right. Um, and eighty six does a really good job of demonstrating that our characters, even though like Shin is the least, I'm not gonna say he's the least human, but he's the least emotionally involved of all of our eighty six. Yeah. 
um, and shows the least human qualities, but he does still have very human qualities in him. Like when he saw Fido and whatnot, the, the difference that these characters show in certain situations is amazing because they're extremely relevant to someone in their situation. Yeah. So you, 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 you to piggyback off of what you just said, Shin shows the most monster like emotion, which is no emotion whatsoever, because guess what? He's seen all of this shit before, probably to the extent quadruple quadruply times contillion million times everybody. what the everybody have seen so he all is all those names on that list bro all those names on the list he fucking killed essentially when you think about it right like he killed them with his with his, with his fucking scythe essentially that pistol so like it is so wonderfully constructed to see how they depict someone who with so much trauma who literally has to have no emotion because of the job he has to do on the battlefield for the others to help them move on, i.e. Eugene. Seeing that part, bro. He had to do it in this episode. He had to do it in this episode, and it fucking just... The lack of understanding that the characters around them have, right? It's so good. Um, It's so good. Because he had to grow up in this. Yep. And they don't even understand that he can hear the voices of the Legion. Yep. When he stood up in that lunch table. Ugh, bro. <laughs> told them the Legion's on their way. Ugh. He can they don't understand what he's going through. They didn't have no idea. Mm-hmm. And not gonna, that's why not gonna hold you though, Eugene, predictable as fuck. Like I I, I just one hundred percent. The way they gave his whole story. That's yeah. why but that's why they didn't show how he died. They just showed him dead. Like they, the death signals was there, but the way they did it was was well done. Yes, that shit was sad though. It was very um, sad. Still, his sister. Come oh, on, bro, come on! But, but this is the this art. is the one of the first white haired characters that they show dying. Yes, in, or through a battle because in the world they were in before this was not a thing no it, and I, I don't mean world but in the the situation they were in before this was not a thing it bro. was only the 86 oh my god I think I, <laughs> it's so good just i'm getting fucking hit with just shit after you just said that so eugene is a fucking is a republican basically uh and that is so fucking crazy to see the the split between the republic and the federation how the federation this, Eugene just didn't have any money. His family didn't grow with money. So guess what? He was privatized. In poverty, probably, you know what I'm trying to say. He was just basically in, in poverty the entire yeah. time. He's he's basically a re, quote unquote a he, Republican. Like, he did this for money. Bro, listen, he did it for money. He needed money. He was poor. But if he was in the Republic, he would be well off, taken care of, fucking baby. Uh, bottle fed whatever you want to call it he would be that if he was just there and to see the opposite being done to him in this situation to where he was uh, bro it's so good 86 is so fucking good I'm, I'm, my mind is just blown I just thought of that just now I didn't even put that together until you mentioned his, his hair being white like obviously I noticed but it's just the parallels between the federation and the republic is so fucking crazy it's so crazy and very much so quality of anime of the year. And it's on purpose. <laughs> it's on purpose. They did it's that so shit on good. purpose. It's so good. They, fuck. they out here fucking with us, bro. They it's fucking with us. Straight up, man. <laughs> Blowing my fucking mind. Only, but only us will realize this shit this deeply, right? Like, nobody else is going to be thinking about that. 
Nah, all our all our listeners who came this far, they 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 knew. They knew. They were paying attention. Straight up, straight up. <laughs> I fucking love it, man. I love '86 so much. It's definitely anime of the year uh, for 2021. <sighs> We're gonna have to get Lee on that banner before the year is up. I'm telling you, bro. We still got winter, but I don't know if anything has anything. I'm gonna be real. With you. Not uh, like this. Not, I mean, we'll check eventually. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what if part two of Remake Our Life come this winter and it just fucking bangs, bro? What? Come on, bro. Don't do me like that. <laughs> man, the, the problem is, is man, it, there's no bad anime seasons, bro. You just got to find what you like. Don't watch what you don't. Thanks. All right. Uh, well, next up is Jobless Reincarnation, bro. Uh, I just love this show still. All right, tell. <clears throat> but when I tell you, this shit this episode frustrated the hell out of me like frustration beyond frustrations bro but what about it frustrated you every fucking thing like the fact that he had to even think about saving these people the fact that he was even scared with his his new eye his actual ability that he has as like a mage he's like maybe he doesn't know it yet fully but he's like uh, almost god tier level mage right the way he combined his abilities with science like he he can beat pretty much anybody if he was to try but but it's just a regular human in him it's his past life in him that's holding him back and it's frustrating the hell out of me I, and i was thinking the same thing right like he could have made a small little fire he could have did and, everything and cut his way out there, there's a lot of he had a lot of options and he he didn't do it. His past life is holding him back, bro. I think probably, but I also think that um, I think that he he was trying to buy time, right? And that that's what held him ultimately held him back. That buying time, trying to see what what he could get away with, and if he could be seen as viewed as good, and not just break out and do bad things. I don't know about that one. No. No, I, I just I do think that it's his it's his life. He's worried about himself. It's he's self he's being selfish essentially. Like, can I beat okay. this guy? After he saw what he, that, that guy could do to these animal people who look like they can hold their own. After he saw what that guy could do, because this guy is the North Star, he's a problem, he's a fucking force in this world. He he was he was he was stricken with fear. Stricken with fear because in his past life he wouldn't shit. And I do think that's the reason, like, yo, should I do this or should I just yeah. get the fuck out of here? I can get the fuck out of here. I can move really fast and just escape. Or should I try to save these people so they can owe me? And it's, <coughs> and I, I do think him being stricken with fear because of his past life is what slow, what stopped him. But when he got active. He got active, He got bro. active, bro. He knew exactly <laughs> what the fuck to do, and, and he did it. I just, that, but the whole episode was him cowering in fear, essentially, before, you know, making that decision that kind of frustrated me a little bit and but. enjoying being naked he enjoyed yeah that, that part was funny as fuck too yo i was crying at that, that entire time <laughs> he just was chilling yeah. getting used to it still being a perv as, as usual that's true i love um, it man. I, I i love that the fact that it makes me feel those emotions you know i think that um I agree because I, I like I said last episode was really frustrating me too because I just felt like there's no way it should have went that easy for him. Yeah. Um, 
But I guess with a character like him, you got to nerf him. I just wish they did it a better way. You think it was a nerf? Him cowering in fear? I feel like he's done. And no, he hasn't necessarily fought very mm-hmm. strong enemy, but he's no, been never. fighting. He's been fighting, I guess, Ruger, who he knows is strong. You would feel like he has a little bit more confidence in himself. That's just, that's just training, though. This is, we talking life. This is like death. a real situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just. That's that's where that. Because, again, the only other fight he had was the one where what's her name had to come save him. Uh, the muscly chick. Yeah. When he was saving Ares, when he was saving Ares, that that was him. The only other fight he's ever really been into. Like the only real fight he's been into. So you think about it, he doesn't have the combat experience. He's been training a lot. Yeah. And he has the power. And he he just ha- ain't. Exactly right. Exactly right. He just had hasn't haven't been able to utilize it yet. Which is, I guess, technically, again, this is still season one, so he's still coming into it. But He used that eye pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Because I would assume this dude, the North Star Saint dude is probably on a level of Ruger, right? Yes. Not like, so he, cause he took out several of the beast dudes, even the beast dude that looked pretty frightening. Yeah. Um, and Kinda animation he, though. Sorry. he was able to see, you said what? The animation though. Oof. Yeah. He was able to see his movements. Mm-hmm. And even though he got caught with like attack still, he was able to see them before they came and kind of like try and predict what happened. Right. Uh, so it does show that he's he's getting active with his abilities. We just, he just got to get better. He he's still a child essentially. What is he? 11, 13? Uh, no, 11. Thir- I think thirteen is adulthood in this yeah, anime. Yeah, so he's eleven or something. I think he's eleven. Uh-oh. Point being, it's a good show. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling if you binge this one, it'll feel a lot better. Yeah. I don't know. I still, I still think eighty six will, will binge well. It's just no. I, I mean, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, but this one, this one, I think still binges. Like it'll be because it just, it just, yeah, man, it'd have been so much. I think it even binge better than eighty six. Yeah, because it's just bang, bang. You know, you ain't gotta wait for that or whatever. Very interesting show. Did we ever check out the dub of eighty six? By the way. I know this ain't the 86 part, but... No, no. There's a dub of 86? Is there? Is I, there not? I don't think so. Maybe we talked about this before and I just, I'm just tripping. Let's find out. No, that's not a dub. It's okay. a dub yet. Okay, I'm about to say. They should. <sighs> that's what, what'll hold it back if it don't get exactly. animated a year. True. <laughs> My, uh, <sighs> uh. <sighs> Man. Anyway. Yeah, I, shit. I, I guess that's it, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a wrap. All right. So we just finished talking about Jobless Reincarnation. Um, let us know what you think about the anime. Is it bingeable? More bingeable than, than 86? Uh, but also 86 probably going to be uh, Mike Check Waifu Waifu's anime of the year. Um, it's just been hitting hard, man. Uh, we had a break with our curated song by Polo Born Fly himself. Yes, best sir. DJ in the anime game. Um <laughs> We also had a bunch of great questions um, before we got to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Um, we had the which MC, when MCs die, is it get, getting boring? Perfect games for us. It was Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Ugh. And then Kingdom Hearts 358 over 2 for me. We also had Texas versus Ohio food. Which one is better to us? We like them both, but you know, different. We also were asked if we do the three episode rule. 
what our favorite fall MCs, and then, you know, life goals that got to do with the podcast and everything like that. Um, thanks a lot for those questions. We also talked about, you know, a little bit about an anxiety touch on that a little bit. Um, and then episodes of the week was mine was Sakugan and Polo's was Comey Can't Communicate. And then we also wanted to say we love and appreciate all of our Patreon subscribers and thanks for supporting us. That's been episode 122 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social media is at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike, Mike Check. And that echo was perfection. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.